and welcome to Talking Point on this beautiful, beautiful Monday evening, the 4th of January, that coinciding with the 23rd of Rabi'al Awal, 1437. Well, to those people who are visitors and those people who are enjoying the lovely Cape Town, I hope you're going to enjoy yourself. It's going to be and had an awesome summer year in Cape Town because you know what? It's been a brilliant one, alhamdulillah. We had a heat wave and it's classified as a heat wave because it's been longer than four days. But you know what? Even though through the heat wave, we have a beautiful beaches and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you didn't abuse it or I hope you didn't abuse the social media to, uh, to express how full our beaches were, like some of the posts that has been going through and been, uh, uh, being a record uh, information and so uh, trending throughout uh, South Africa, like some of the posts like the Penny Sparrow um, uh, post that has really ignited a travesty of events. So there is so much of beauty around, but it's for us to enjoy, and I hope you are enjoying yourself. For those who are local, uh, it's still time for to enjoy yourself for another week with your children, because next week, inshallah, they're back again, uh, back to school. Those who are going from the 13th and the 15th, and even going a little bit later. So yeah, it's the last week with your ch- with your kids, and alhamdulillah, I'm enjoying it with them. Uh, so be be kind with them, be nice with them, because you never know how long you're going to be with them, inshallah. So it is that time of the year where you can actually sit down and enjoy yourself and the time of rest. But you know what? It is still, uh, for those people who are busy with work and busy with things, well, that is what, that's what I'm doing tonight. And tonight, what we're busy with is Sasa. So if you have any questions or anything related to those uh, issues that are complaints or matters of interest that you would like to know or what that to question, we have a, a Sasa representative with us and that's Mr. Ibrahim Rylands, Regional Coordinator of Sasa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you, Mr. Ibrahim. How are you this evening? Alhamdulillah, shukran for making yourself available for this interview. Now, uh, uh, also encouraging all our listeners, those who are sitting close to the, and attentively at the radios, who have so many questions, so many burning questions they will want to ask you, that uh, they should actually try and call, uh, phone in right now. It's an open line, so you can actually give a call on the number 021-442-3530, or you can SMS me on 47913, now, this question from uh, uh, Javier, the lines are open, but this is a question from Mr. Kami Kamidin, who sent an email in response to my Facebook post uh, on uh, Voice of the Cape uh, Facebook page, wanting to hear a response from you, you concerning Sasa. Now, his question, Mr. Rylands, is something like this. Senior citizens, as as new Sasa beneficiary applicants getting off in Weinberg Station or the taxi rank or bus interchange are at loss to get physically to the Sasa offices as uh, at William Herbert Sports Ground. Daily you find pensioners wandering around at total loss of how to get physically to Sasa Weinberg offices uh, due to a complete absence of proper customer-friendly information boards at Weinberg Interchange. You would like to know how are you actually trying to deal with this issue? Look, we are we are busy with with City of Cape Town to get uh, approval from them for us to put uh, environmental signage to rectify environmental signage, so as to indicate to anyone who wants to make use of our services how to get to our offices from not only the the, the train station but also from the bus terminals to get to William Herbert Sports Ground. 
I mean, it's, 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 it's not a very difficult way to get there. Basically, it's down one road and up another road, you know. So, it's come under- down... Sorry? No, it's understandable for those people who knows how to travel. It's uh, it's in Rothmead Avenue, so you can't really miss it if you do, if you know Weinberg and you know Rothmead Avenue. So it's on the sports ground. But you have also those elderly that's also um, very challenged in a sense of uh, when it comes to uh, getting directions and uh, challenged also physically, and uh, they they need that type of assistance. So the question carries on. You say Sasa is now more than several years at the William Herbert Stadium. When is a budget going to be allocated to address the Bathopet? service delivery issue and how soon can a service provider uh, uh, with the SCM process, processes be appointed to attend this overdue matter? Look, we have identified a building in the Weinberg uh, um, main road in order to improve our accessibility to our clients. So we are hopeful that in this calendar year that the building will be up and running. We've been allocated, the funding is available for the building. Just for us to sort out the configuration of the building, have the lease agreement signed and make the necessary internal adjustments in terms of making it customer friendly and and, and, and SASA specific in order for us to be able to serve our clients. So the building has been identified. We in the process of, 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 of finalizing that process. But you have to remember and our clients also need to remember, SASA does not take over the negotiations for the building. Once we've identified the building, the department or the National Department of Public Works, they then become the pivotal role playing in ensuring that the building is ready for our occupation. So we're basically dependent on them. And for me to tell you or to even speculate that it's going to take a month, it's going to take two, it's going to take three months, you know, because I've got no information based on how the National Department of Public Works actually goes about doing their business. What I can say is that the building has been identified and we are hopeful that during the course of this year, people will be able to, we will be able to inform our, our clients um, what the new address is. But I can tell you right now, it's in, it's, um, in Weinberg Main Road. Now, uh, I do say thank you for that answer. Now, Mr. I'm speaking to Mr. Ibrahim Rylands, the Regional Coordinator of SASA. If you have any questions, please do send it to me on 47913, or you can give me a call on 021-442-3530. I'll repeat that number again, 021-442-3530. I'm on the line with Mr. Ibrahim Rylands. Now, Mr. Ibrahim, I have another question. Customers are asking about the illegal deductions. What can be done? Because there's so many people that's phoning into Voice of the Cape and uh, coming straight directly to me with the questions that look here um, it's still happening uh, deductions are still being taken off uh, what can we do about it because uh, every month the, uh, the the deductions is even going up exponentially it's not to say it's like one amount like five rand but it ex- is ex- increasing over time what can be done look you said as I've indicated on more than one um, opportunity that people or our clients or customers beneficiaries should keep a copy of the receipt. Once they've drawn their money and they've ascertained that they've been paid short, then they need to keep a copy of the receipt, come to the nearest SASA office or service point, submit the receipt with an affidavit saying that this is the money that they have received, there's a proof, so they're inquiring as to what, where the balance is, so that we can investigate and then take up the matter with cash paymaster services, which is the payout agent that's been contracted to pay out pensions and ascertain what has gone wrong. Now, usually we're able to resolve these issues within a period of 72 hours, depending on the nature of the challenge. Sometimes it takes a bit longer, but someone will contact the client 
if they do come to our offices and lodge an inquiry with the receipt so that we can investigate the matter. It's very difficult for me to respond to one particular question because there's, I mean, this thing is happening so many times, you know, because it's not only in the Weinberg area, it's all over the Western Cape where our, where our, our beneficiaries are complaining that they've been short paid. Now, they are not supposed to, the service provider is not supposed to deduct any money from the client. They're supposed to get their full 1,410 rand every month. You know, the only, the only time that money will be deducted is when a client draws his or her pension from an ATM where your normal banking laws would apply, you know, and your banking charges would apply. But if they go to spa or to shop right checkers or to pick and pay, they should be getting their full amount. And if they're not getting their full amount, they need to come into our offices with the receipt so that we can take up the mat on, the, on their bill. Now, there was also a talk about the, the SASA funeral pay, a cover that uh, people are being deducted and they never applied for it. What do they do about it? Look, if they haven't applied for, for, for funeral cover, then obviously we need to then pay back because there needs to be a contract. You know, they cannot just deduct monies for funeral expenses or for funeral policy if the client has not signed the contract. So we can, those are also issues that we can, can, we can take up with cash pay master services because they need to have a contract on record which gives them approval to make deductions on the client's card. So if no contract has been signed, then they cannot make deductions. And because we have so that client or client should also, as with the previous question, should also come to our offices and say to us that they haven't taken out any policy, yet they've been short paid for, 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 for um, a funeral policy. And then we can take up the matter on their bill. Inshallah. Now, um, th- this is a question from uh, Dina Tewala. She's a 71-year-old grandmother from Bakwenis, uh, says illegal deduction for airtime and, uh, and electricity has been ongoing, even though she's even went, despite countless attempts to stop it, even via Sasa, and is still going on. Like, uh, she only gets 700 rand from her total uh, uh, pension that she's supposed to get. Now, it's not to say uh, that she hasn't done that procedure, like you said, but it's still a, a, a matter of a review and review and review. So how long does this process take look once once we've we've ascertained <clears throat> that the deductions are illegal or not approved then there a bar will be placed <clears throat> on that person's um, id number which means that no future deductions can then take place on that specific id number look like i told you before i can't respond to an individual mm. uh, person because i don't know what the nature of the circumstances are so it's very difficult for me to say okay she's been to an office five times or six times and the matter still hasn't been resolved you know what i can basically just say is ask him to call a toll-free number or to call the landline at our regional office and then someone at the call center will take down the details if the person hasn't been to our office mm. alternatively if the person wants to come to our office depending on where he or she stays you know then that matter can also be discussed or they can call me at my office tomorrow inshallah uh, so you uh, is it possible to give your office number because i know you won't be able to give your landline number so or your mobile number so if you don't mind Look, sharing, i'd rather give you my email address uh, okay that would be better um, yes you know that that would be better for mm-hmm. me to to be able to deal with the matter you know because our landlines are not up and running and we're still playing it 
Okay. So, you know, and I, and, and, and I wouldn't want to give my cell phone number out mm. over the air. No know? problem. I do understand that. That's why many customers uh, ha- and callers have been requesting your contact numbers, and we told them we can't give it on uh, to them in any way unless you have uh, instructed us to do so. So, uh, shukran for actually pointing that out again. Uh, is it possible if you can maybe give us your email address so those who have provision yes, yes, of email? No problem. Uh, my email address is Ibrahim R. Ibrahim R. At sasa.gov.za. At sasa.gov.za. I'll just repeat it again. It's Ibrahim R at sasa.co.za. Is that correct? Not co.gov.za. .gov. Okay, .gov.za. Shukran for that. I had so many callers calling me directly because uh, this is something that I'm doing now at the moment, busy with the Sasa issues. They, uh, they call me uh, just after the, uh, they have been scam uh, call operators phoning them, asking them intimate and detailed questions. So there has been a spike in it uh, for the amount of callers that's calling me and notifying me of what is happening, where they would actually give even their PIN number, something they would never have done, but because those, uh, those scam operators are so convincing. So when they do contact Sasa, the Sasa official said, look here, we can't do anything un- until something is deducted from your account. He said, but I can't wait till then because I need the money. So if I come there at the office and there's nothing, then what must I do? So they said, unfortunately, you have to wait till something uh, has been deducted or from your account. Is that the right uh, procedure? Look, Yusuf, um, two things. You know, um, I've, I've made an appeal to the listeners before. Under no circumstances must they provide any information to any person making contact with them over the phone, regardless of who the person says he or she is. Even if they identify themselves as a SASA official, they should, under no circumstances, make contact or provide any personal details, their PIN numbers, their ID numbers. They must report those types of cases immediately to us. In the event that someone has given his or her PIN number, what I would suggest is that the person comes the very next day to our office and change their PIN number so that the money cannot be withdrawn. It's no use you're going to wait until a deduction has been made because once a deduction has been made, there is no way we can pay that money back to you because the reconciliation will show that the money has been drawn. So we've got no guarantee that you did not draw the money. Mm. Understand what I'm saying? So, mm. the client must, under no circumstances, make his or her ID number or PIN number available. And if they have, please come to our offices the very next day or even the same day if it's still before 4 o'clock so that the PIN number can be changed. Because, you know, these people are so unscrupulous out there and they'll do mm. anything to con our people. So true. Know? Uh, it is so true because you have a lot of them that are very scrupulous and they are uh, they are looking at getting a quick buck and our elderly is the most vulnerable and uh, as I said some of them are very challenged in many ways uh, so we must try and also take care of them as much as we can inshallah. Now we have an SMS that came in here from uh, 30425 he says what is the Sasa pension amount for people over 75 Kanala? For 75-year-olds, we pay 20 rand extra, so they get 1,410 rand plus the 20 rand, 1,430. 1430. Then I have another one that came in from double five double one three saying Assalamu alaikum. T- Turn 75 now, got 1460 in December, and now in January I got 1,440. Uh, 1, what am I supposed to get now? You just mentioned now it's 1,410. Is that correct? It's 1,000 for a 75-year-old, it would be 1,450. 
1,430 for a 75-year-old. Now, um, uh, because those are all the questions that's coming in, this is not the, the only one, there's another one also. Salaam Walim, you need to know, is it 1,410 for over 70? So you just answered it. And there's another one that came in, he said, what is the grant amount? So he didn't specify exactly which for which grant it is also. So um, uh, I won't be able to further go into that details. But please so It will probably be an old age grant. Mm-hmm. Old age grants, care dependency grants, and... Um Disability grants are all paid 1,410 rand, but only old age grants are paid the extra 20 rand. Extra 20. You no, know, because, yeah, you, you can't get a disability grant if you're 60 years old. That disability grant would then be converted to an old age grant. Oh, okay. Okay, now a lot of people don't know that they would, uh, they may, or would be under the impression that they'll be getting two, so they're only getting one. Can you just no, clarify it again? Getting one, yeah, unfortunately. Yes, so that's just a clarification. You will only be getting one um, grant. It won't be a disability plus pension. It's just one grant at that age. So uh, uh, I hope people do understand that, inshallah. But if you have any more um, questions or you would like uh, matters or issues that you would like to uh, en- make us aware of, please do ca- call us on the number 21 or SMS 47913. 47913. Now, Mr. Mr. Ryan, just going back again to that situation where I was with uh, with several callers and where they even told me uh, once they were scammed, they went to the SASA offices in Weinberg and one went into the one in town and they couldn't help them. They said, look here, we can't help you. So um, they, they, they asked, look here, I don't want the money deducted. They asked for, uh, can we change? What can we change? Uh, can you give us a different card? Can you give us a different PIN number? The, uh, the, those representatives who were ever at that offices told them, there's nothing we can do. You have to wait till deductions so that we can see that money was deducted. So now, as no, you're saying, you shouldn't do that. Correct. Um, look, whoever they've been speaking with, if, if the client is not happy with the response he or she is getting from one of the officials, they must insist on speaking to one of the managers at any of the offices, whether it be at Weinberg or Cape Town. They must not leave the office until they've received a satisfactory response to their query. They cannot leave the office not knowing which way to go, whether it's a... Uh, uh, Right or left, you know, they need to get a definite response from one of the managers in terms of what should and can be done regarding their PIN number. And I'm saying to all of the listeners now, if you've given your PIN inadvertently over the phone to one of these scamsters, then please come into our offices and reset your PIN so that they can issue a different PIN number. You know, that can be done at any one of us of our local offices. Our service points are unfortunately closed at this point in time. They'll only be reopening on the 18th of January. So only the local offices are open at this point in time. Inshallah, shukran for that. Now, uh, for those people, first time, uh, 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 can I say uh, grantees or people looking to get grant, uh, what is the right procedure? Just for a recap for those people who are actually now eligible, or should I say those people who have either disability or of age that they can get um, the grant, what is the process and what, what should they be doing? Look, if, 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 if you turn 60, then um, what you need to do is bring in your ID document, proof of residence a three-month bank statement to the to your nearest office, depending on where you stay. You know, I mean, there are offices located throughout the Western Cape. Or you can call a toll-free number and they can advise you um, which office you need to go to, depending on where you live. The official will then screen you and tell you which documents to bring with. So you go in the first time and the second time, you come in with all the proper documentation, they will take down the application and they will issue you with your letter on the very same day. Hmm. So you will know on this very same day 
that being your second visit, whether you qualify or whether you don't qualify. Now, uh, Mr. Uh, Ranichis, hold your thought. We do have a call on the line. Uh, Voice of the Cape, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa alaikum salam. I'd just like to ask uh, Mr. Henry's uh, question, Kanala. Go ahead. I want to know if, if a guy or uh, uh, any human being has drawn um, some money, grant uh, disability money for a number of years, um, and they done, didn't give the correct address, can anything be done about it? Just repeat the question. So you're asking if they've been drawing money for a number of years, but and they're wrong at least. And a salary of over 5,300 rand, can anything be done to that? Oh, so uh, this is a matter of complaint that you're actually bringing to awareness to Sasa. So it's uh, yes. so you're talking about fraud. Yes, correct. Yes, no, something can be done about most definitely. What we need is, is, is the person's details. Uh, you need all uh, proof in black and white. Yeah, and basically what I need in order for us to act on that is, is a letter of complaint saying that this person is working. Maybe give yeah. us the name of the employer as well, so that yeah. we can contact the employer and then take it from there. So what okay. is the procedure, Mr. Rydens? What's the procedure? The procedure is very simple. You know, in order for me to act, I can't just go and, 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 and based on what someone has said, you know, something needs to be written down in black and white in order for us to act against that uh, potential fraudster because you know okay shukran shukran very okay shukran for that caller uh, yes you were saying sir no what i'm saying is that trying to get money under false pretenses is a serious offense you know and the person is liable to prosecution as well so um, obviously if you don't qualify you don't qualify there mm. is a means test unfortunately for old age pensioners and for disability grants so um, if you're working depending on the amount of money you receive you will either get a grant or you will get a reduced amount depending on the salary or the income that you have monthly. Mm. Okay, so that's will, uh, you will actually scrutinize that when you're doing the investigation. That is correct. So, um, as you're saying, in, in black and white, so it's preferably if, the, if the, those who want to lay the complaint must actually have an affidavit. Yes, and then just drop it off at our office or even email it to us. Um, like I've indicated, I've already given my email address. Mm -hmm. you know, so the person can email me or they can just write the letter anonymously as well. Mm -hmm. And then just drop it off at one of our offices and we will take it from there. Inshallah. But you need the person's details. He's a, he's a name with his ID number, possibly an address. And then possibly also where this person is working. I mean, inshallah. We do have another call on the line. Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, How are you, My sister? Can you speak a little bit louder, Titi? Maaf, Titi, can you just speak a little bit louder to, into the mic? Can you just speak? Can you Did you hear that, Mr. Rydens? No, unfortunately. I also, I also didn't hear it. Very soft. Um, sister, is it possible if you can just uh, speak a little bit louder and into the mic, if it's possible, inshallah. Uh, while we're waiting for the sister, um, our technician is just uh, uh, speaking to the uh, to the caller. I do. There's another SMS that came in. Assalamu alaikum. I got a death benefit policy that can pay out after 70 years of age. Will I lose my old age pension after that? No, you won't lose the policy because that's a once-off payment, you know. Unless the person is getting a monthly amount from, from, from the benefit. But usually death policies, death benefits are usually once of payments, you know. So um, if the person is getting a monthly step, uh, an amount from whichever company, the policy, the policy has now um, reached its sell-by date, 
So the policy is paid out. And if it's paid out on a monthly basis, then obviously we need to know because that would then be construed as a sort of an income you know, mm. because it would be regular amounts deposited into your bank account every month. But if it is a once-off payment, then the person would still qualify for an old-age grant or any other grant for that matter. Inshallah. Now, the, the, the question that the caller actually had wanted to know about what is the amount for child grant? The amount for child grants now is 330 rand. 330 I hope that caller received that information, inshallah. The, as heard by Mr. Rylands, it's Mr. Rylands, not Mr. Raycliffe. It is, I'm speaking to Mr. Ibrahim Rylands. He is the regional coordinator of SASA. Um, another SMS that came in here. Um, Salam, just want to know, um, my grandchild got chronic asthma, eight years old and seeing a doctor every month. Can they get a grant? An eight-year-old child doesn't qualify for a disability grant. You know, if the child is in need of full-time care, then the doctor needs to stipulate on the medical certificate that this person is in need or this child is in need of full-time care, and the parent would then be able to apply for care dependency grant, which would take the child up to the age of 18, and if he or she still has that same condition, that would then be converted to a disability grant once you reach the age of 18. So only from 18 they can apply for a disability grant, is that correct? Yes, look, children with medical conditions, with the, the provision that, that that legislation makes is for, for their parents to be awarded a, like I said, a care dependency grant. Mm-hmm. That's between the ages of 1 and 18. 1 and so 18. There is no other assistance that, that, that the government makes available. You know, no. The parent can well qualify for a child support grant if she hasn't got an income you know, for that child. But that would obviously be a small amount as opposed to the, the care dependency grant, which is equal to the to what an old age pensioner would receive, which is two hundred So the doctor, she needs to take a child to the doctor. The doctor needs to do an assessment. And on the assessment form, he or she needs to state that this child is in need of full-time care. And they would then be able to qualify for a care dependency grant. I'm not sugar for that question, uh, answer. We have another question. It's from 3148. Salam, this is now the second time I've been paid short on a Friday. I went to the second row. My money was there. Uh, it was 312 rand short. Nobody has access to my card and PIN number. What can I do? Bring the receipt in, like I've indicated earlier. Bring the receipt into our office and, 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 and lodge the complaint or the query there. And as I've indicated, people must not leave our offices if they don't get a satisfactory response from the officials. If they don't get a satisfactory response, they need to ask to speak to one of the managers, one of the senior people at any local office that they go to. They shouldn't just leave. If the official tells them that there's nothing they can do, that is not. We're there to serve the people, not to make their lives more difficult. So they should come, lodge their complaint or their query, and we need to deal with it, whether we like it or not. Officials are being paid to serve the clients, not the other way around. We don't do clients' favors. Hmm. You know, we get paid to do a job, and that job means that we need to assist our people. Inshallah. Shukran for the answer, brilliant answer. So please do send in your questions and answers, and we'll try and see if we can have some answers for you. And we have a representative available, and that's none other than Mr. Ibrahim Rylands. I'll repeat that, Mr. Ibrahim Rylands, Regional Coordinator for SASA. Um, he's made himself available for a couple of months now uh, to ensure that uh, you are well educated on issues and matters that's relating to SASA. Shukran for your availability again, Mr. Ibrahim Rylands. Now, uh, Mr. Ibrahim, um, there's a question that came in here. It's from five seven five six. 6277. What, what is Sasa's web address? Can you give it to us? 
Sasa's web address is uh, www.sasa.gov.za. It's plain and simple. You just uh, type in w three w's dot sasa, which is s a s a dot gov dot za. That's all you need to do. Shukran for that, Mr. Islands. We do have a call on the line. Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Hi, alaikum salam. How are you, sister? Um, can I ask Mr. Island what is the maximum amount that someone can earn for the month? Because this is now the second time, eh? Like December and January, I've got two children. One is 14, one is 13 years old. And I've only received money for one child. I, I'm too busy doing an internship. And the amount that I earn is like 2,600 rand. I, I don't know if that is too much money to earn for my grant to be for one of my children's grants to be taken away, but no letter received, nothing. Every time when I go to the bank at the first or second of the month, then I just see there's just the amount amount for one child. So can you tell me, is there anything wrong? Because nobody has access to my card. I know that. Definitely nobody has access to my card. I have my card whole month on me, so I can't say someone is stealing my card, buying airtime, buying light or anything. So can you just explain what what does he think it's actually happening? Shukran, shuk, is that all? Shukran, shukran for that, uh, uh, Mr. Islands. We'll answer that, inshallah. Mr. Okay. Islands, your side again. Look, uh, the question is, what is the um, procedure? The amount of money that a person can, and I'm assuming it's a kid, it's a child support grant that the lady's talking mm-hmm. about. So, Sh- if she if she's single, she can earn up until up until thirty six thousand rand per annum, which mm-hmm. is about just over 3,000 rand per month. And she would qualify. There's no sliding scale in terms of the means test with child support grants. You're either in or you're out. Unlike with, 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 with your social grants, your old age grants, you, you will get the reduced amount depending on your income. Hmm. With, with child support grants, you're either in, you get the full amount, or you're disqualified if you exceed the amount um, of 56,000 and odd per annum hmm. for a single person. So... If she's if money has been deducted from her card or she's been paid less than she should, then the lady in question should also then visit the office nearest to where she lives and um, ask one of the officials why she's been paid less than what she should be receiving. Now, because there's no reason, I based on what she said, I think she said she's earning about two thousand and odd rand mm-hmm. per month. She should qualify for the full amount, so there's near no reason why any money should be deducted from her card. Now, uh, Mr. Islands, we do have another call on the line, but just going back to that question the lady also gave, uh, she's saying that um, the mon- there is money being deducted, so what is process or what procedure must she actually do to get that full amount back again? That's what I'm saying. She needs to go to one of our local offices. To, I don't know where she lives, but uh, for argument's sake, if she's living in the Athlone area, then she needs to go to our Athlone office, local office. And then just ask them why they need to check on the system how come she's getting less than what she should be getting. Because she should be receiving the full amount based on what she's saying over the phone. Amen. Amen. Uh, we do have a call on the line, and the call is the radio is actually on. Uh, if the caller can please um, turn your volume a little bit down because uh, we're getting feedback. If you don't mind, shukran. While waiting for that caller, uh, there's another, uh, you're actually answering another SMS that came in. He said, Salam, I'm single and I get a government pension of 8,000 Rand. Can I uh, still apply for Sasa? So that's no. For a single person, that would exclude the person. But you know, there are also permissible deductions. So what I would suggest that the person do is maybe just come into our office, come in with the proof of the, of the government pension. And one of the officials there would explain to that person whether he or she would qualify. Because I don't know what, you know, there might be medical aid deductions on it. You know, so they, 
the, the, the full amount of 8,000 rand would disqualify specifically a single person. Mm. But with the possible deductions that can be, can be deducted from, from that pension, okay. the person may still be able to qualify. So it's very difficult. I don't know what, what the other deductions Inshallah. are. So that person should come in with either slip proof of, of, of the pension to our office and one of the officials will explain to him whether you would qualify or not qualify. Shukran, Mr. Islands. We do have that caller who turned the volume down. Shukran for waiting, and uh, what is your question? Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum if he can please explain how the granting aid works. Granting aid? Yes, I received a pension. I'm 76. My wife will be 75 this month. And, but she's better at it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a daughter that looks after both of us, you know. So uh, how do I go about getting it around in aid? Oh, so you're looking at uh, the dependent? Uh, is that a, um, granting aid for dependency? The, yeah, the, the, the caregiver. Yeah, the caregiver. Yeah, the caregiver. The caregiver. Um, so uh, can you answer that, Mr. Islands? Yes. No. That's that's uh, very simple. So um, the client who just called in, the gentleman who just called in, needs to go to his, um, to his doctor. And the doctor needs to provide us with a letter saying that the lady, his wife in question, needs the attention of a second person, you know, full-time care because she's better than someone mm-hmm. to look after. And then with that, coming to the nearest local office and apply for a grant in aid, and that should then be approved. I don't see any I, if the lady is better than I don't see any challenges with, with that application not being approved. Inshallah, shukran for that. Um, we do have medical another... certificate is compulsory, so medical... they should bring in a medical certificate. Inshallah, shukran for that. We do have another call on the line, Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I just want to uh, pose a question, seeing that you said now the amount is 1,410. That's correct. But now I've been I've been getting for the last say three or four months I've been getting one thousand four hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. So uh, what is your age, if you don't mind uh, sharing? I'm now sixty-seven. Okay. Now, um, as as uh, Mr. Islands did say that um, if you're only seventy, then you get uh, more than that. You get twenty and more. But Mr. Islands, what did you what did you can you just clarify this? I'm not really sure what happened there, uh, Yusuf. If, it's, if, if a gentleman is getting more than he should be getting, then he should also basically come into our offices because once the reconciliation is done, you don't want a situation where they ascertain at the latest stage that they've overpaid you and they mm. just deduct all of the money that they've overpaid you once, you know, mm. and you sit with a problem. So rather come into the office and you know, bring your receipt in, tell them this is what you've received and... You know, Give the money back. Yeah. I, but I haven't got any more receipts left. I thought maybe, but now seeing that, uh, I'm just hearing over the radio now that they're saying it's 1,410. Yes, that's correct. And now it I could all like be back now, I can't know, remember I, now. Ma? It could I be back that now that that for the last four of, uh, couple of months now that I've been receiving. One time they gave me 1,406 rand. Mm-hmm. So I asked him what is you know well that I don't know but this is the amount that's in the in the amount that you should get. And then the following month I got one thousand four hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe that was for the two months maybe that they deducted the four and whatever the case was. But now I'm seeing, I'm getting every month I'm getting one thousand four hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just want to know what uh, 
what is the getting, uh, I mean, is sir, you're getting the money in good faith, so just accept the money. <laughs> I mean, inshallah, just accept it. As you just, that's the official telling you, just, uh, it's in good faith, inshallah. Shukran for that. Uh, uh, no, for, but, but, but accept that 1,420? Um, as you said, it, you're getting it in good faith. It could also be back pay, as Mr. Ryland's been trying to tell you. It could yeah. be back pay that, that money that should have been, you've been awarded. But now um, uh, you're getting the money and uh, you should be accepting it in good faith, inshallah. I mean. inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Shukran. <laughs> Shukran for that and uh, shukran for the caller also. Then we have another SMS that came in here. Um, it says here, I get a slavat from each and if, uh, each of my uh, three children monthly into my banking account. How will this affect my application? No, the slavat won't affect your application. It's not an income. It's because the slavat can be taken away at any time. Mm. You know, it's not something you get it regularly from your kids. But if they are not financially in a position to provide you with that slavat any longer, then you know, then it's not going to happen anymore. You know, so that won't be taken into consideration to calculate your pension. That is not an income. Inshallah, uh, we're getting so now. Don't worry about that, Mr. Islands. We're getting a flood of SMSs coming in now, and I'm just trying to looking at the time. It's just like ten minutes left before we can actually answer all these uh, questions because there's quite a few that's coming in. But let's quickly to a refresher. Let's take a break and be back after this. We do have online. It's none other than Mr. Ibrahim Islands, regional coordinator for Sasa. Now, uh, Mr. Islands, as I said a little bit earlier, that before the break we got a flood of SMSs coming in, and I hope we can be able to uh, ask you those questions as quickly as possible and maybe answer them also as quickly as possible inshallah um question here it says here who are the service providers and can they make you buy before they pay out the service providers are varied uh, pick and pay shop right checkers spa game macro and no one can actually force you to purchase anything you know because they've got a contract with with with, with cps where they are paid per unit cost so they can't force you but there are certain instances i know and we've had many complaints in this regard where clients are actually forced to buy something before they can actually get their money but if that happens they need to come and report it to us Shukran for that answer short and sweet we have another one salam i went twice they didn't want to change my card only after i said the third time my card is missing now this month uh, money has been deducted surely this uh, this could have been avoided we're only here now they should have done it the first time no i agree it could have been avoided the person as i've indicated earlier if the if the, the beneficiary is unhappy with the response that they're getting they must insist on speaking to one of the managers under Sh- no circumstances must they leave our offices Inshallah. Out a proper response. Now the one year says, Salam, we have kids since uh, June for three months. Now they've had these kids for two years and they're looking after the kids and no money, welfare, has been put into the banking accounts, even though application has been done. And so no funds since October, uh, uh, they have been waiting. How long does it take? They want to know the long uh, the process takes and uh, can they get back, back pay for the two years that they've been looking after the kids? Look, it depends on, on whether the person has applied for a child support grant or whether the person has applied for a um, foster child grant, you know, because foster child grant is a court process that where the, the commissioner would then legally put the children, make you the custodian of those children, and you would then qualify for a, a, for a foster child grant, which is much higher than a, than a, um, a child support grant. But generally speaking, even a foster child grant or child support grant if you come in today with all your documentation, you should get the response on the same day. There is no way that you can be waiting three months or four months to get the response. So that person must please come to one of our offices, wherever she lives, and, and, and come and ascertain exactly what has happened there. Is there an application? Was an application taken down? She might be under the impression she's applied, but, you know, 
there might not be an application. Mm-hmm. May, may I ask quickly, what is the amount for those two? One is the foster child grant. What uh, what amount of money are they supposed to get? Mm-hmm. Look, I'm speaking under correction, um, Yusuf, because I haven't got the, 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 okay. the financial details with me, but the child support grant is 330 rand. Mm. And the... Um, Foster child grant is 810 rand. I'm, but I'm speaking under correction with the foster. I, I think it might have gone up, um, but I haven't got the info with me now. Inshallah. Shukran for that. Um, that's a there quick, is a big difference. Inshallah. Is a, uh, that's a quick answer. Now, assalamu alaikum. Myself and my husband's not working. My daughter gives us 2,500 rand a month. Can we apply for Sasa? Yes, that once again, that is, that is a, um, like slave, it's not an income, it's something that you're getting from your daughter. She might decide tomorrow that she's not giving it tomorrow again, you know, and then and it's not there any longer, so that won't affect your pension. Another question here, he says, my husband is hard of hearing, deaf, can he apply for disability grant? Yes, he can apply for a disability grant. He needs to go to one of ways getting treatment, by hospital, tertiary institution, get one of the doctors to complete the medical form. And then based on that, you know, what the diagnosis is, the application can then be lodged. But, you know, very simple process is the person needs to come to our office. We do the bookings at the hospitals, you know. Hmm. And then we'll, we'll advise him as to when he needs to go for his hospital visit. Now, uh, the, the, this afternoon I had a lady who has um, uh, one, she lost one kidney and only surviving on the last kidney. But um, uh, she's now become a dependent and she's been uh, bedridden for, for a number of years. Uh, she hasn't applied for SASA and hasn't applied for, and she also has a family member that is a caregiver. So both of them can apply? Yes, um, the, if, if the person looking after can also apply on her behalf as a procurator, you know, mm-hmm. and then also apply for the, for the uh, um, granting aid as well at the same time, you know, because if she's better than then obviously she needs to be taken care of by someone else, and that someone else is obviously, you know, giving up his or her job to look after her. Mm-hmm. So that's where the, the, uh, um, the granting aid comes into it as well. But so she cool. would definitely qualify for a disability grant if she's younger than 60. Yes, she's 40. and older, she would qualify for an old age grant. Okay, so there's two, uh, that, there, there is two uh, grants available, granting aid, that's the person who's assisting, and the other person is the one with disability. So there's two different um, grants that can be paid out, is that correct? That's correct, yes. Then the last one that came in, it says, how much does the 70 year old get paid? And um, uh, as you also mentioned, that it will be a, 10, a 20 rand more, so it will be a 1,430 rand, is that correct? That's for 75 year olds. Eh? Oh, 75. Okay, must be 75 and older. So those people who are 70 will get 1,410 rand. Um, you can call us. Uh, we have the last three minutes available, um, last few minutes available because it's almost time for Maghrib also to break for Maghrib. Uh, you have any uh, questions or any answers? Uh, you would like to ask something to Mr. Ibrahim Rylands, who is the regional coordinator for SASA. Please do it right now or you can send us uh, SMS 47913. 47913. Um, Mr. Ibrahim, uh, do you have any last uh, uh, points or you would like to inform our listeners of any changes or anything that, uh, that uh, they would like to know about Sasa? Look, there are a lot of changes that are going to happen in, in this year, um, Yusuf, but um, the application process will be will be streamlined again. You know, um, we're trying to reduce the waiting time for people from about two hours to maximum of one hour. The application form is also being shortened from about six pages to two pages, and we're hoping that that will be implemented from the 1st of April. So, you know, but we'll keep, we'll keep your listeners informed, you know, uh, as soon as we get the information, We'll make that information available to your radio station and to others as well so that people can be empowered and they will know what will happen in the future.
Mm, inshallah. We do have a last uh, caller, but it uh, looks like the time is really cutting us close now. We won't be able to take that last caller because it's, uh, we're breaking the time for the walk to now. But uh, Mr. Mr. Islands, I do say shukran for you for, uh, for always being available. But okay, they said I can take this last caller. Voice of the Cape, Assalamu alaikum. Hi, wa alaikum salam. Yes, um, Can you run and tell me where in Mitchell's Plain, in the Mitchell's Plain area, can you go? I know they're busy with construction work at the office in town center. Where in Mitchell's Plain do you go? And have they got a phone number? Because I actually tried to phone the Mitchell's Plain offices today, office today, but to no avail. Mr. Islands, your yeah, side? Unfortunately, the Mitchell's Plains landlines have been um, installed, but the landlines are not active yet. Uh, we're hoping that it will be active by the end of the week. But the office is just behind the Department of Home Affairs. Yes, I do say shukran. Uh, shukran for the call, but unfortunately we have to break now for the Wakt of Maghrib. Shukran, Mr. Ryland. Shukran for always being available and uh, sh- shedding a light where those people need answers. Uh, shukran for all that uh, information, and I hope the, our listeners are educated enough to know exactly how much they must get paid and how the procedures are and everything that's necessary. Shukran to you. Have an absolute pleasure, Yusuf. Um, for me to make the information available. Alhamdulillah. Shukran to Mr. Islands. Have an awesome evening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.